Man, I just was preaching a whole sermon. And I looked over at the conclusion and none of it was recorded. <laughs> but I feel pretty encouraged by my words. <laughs> um, hey, I just want to, let me just drop a quick line here. And that's, uh, I've just been reflecting on where my life has transformed into because of accepting uh, and making faith my own. Accepting the Holy Spirit and asking Him to come into my life and going on that journey. I think progress is made when we ask hard questions. And growing up, I really, I really didn't make faith my own because I never asked hard questions. It was a check the box type activity, get home, watch the Vikings game. But as you journey through life and you come to these hard situations, you people lean on different things. Some people lean on substance, some people lean on friends, family. Those are all great things, but I think there's only one thing that at the heart of our souls will give us rest. And that's a personal relationship with your creator. Now, some people may have grown up with this sense or actually feel it now that they're not allowed to ask hard questions or have doubt because that would disqualify them or that would be wrong or evil but I for me the doubt has led to uh, my development so the way I think about it is doubt leads leads to a deepening <clears throat> deepening study research that leads to discovery and then that leads to development so we develop from our doubt. So if you're out there right now and you're like, and no matter where you are, I mean, like I said yesterday, there's always a next step. There's always a renewing of the mind. There's a renewing of the spirit, renewing of the soul, renewing of the body. It's all connected. I'll be honest, if I could if I could put into a pill the feelings that I have when I'm coming out of church of encouragement and hope and joy and love and all, all those all those feelings, if I could put that into a pill, it would be it'd sell higher than I don't know. It'd be the best selling drug on the market. I don't think anybody would want heroin. Viagra, um, pot, alcohol. I, I really don't. I think if we were filled up, we wouldn't, if we were filled up with the good things of God, we wouldn't need the substitutes. Like we're, we're cutting, we're cutting our, um, we're lacing or cutting or whatever the term is of like the drug with these terrible substitutes.
Like, give me the pure stuff. I want that pure. And the pure stuff comes from our creator. The one who literally knit us together in our mother's womb. He's got the keys to the kingdom. Yo, let me just go straight to the source. And for some people, it's embarrassing. They have too much of an ego. I think we all do to a certain extent that, what are you, are you believe in like a fairy tale or something? Like is this some like mythical uh, story that you're telling yourself to make yourself feel better? Well, that, that that's where the doubt comes in. That's where you go deep into research and then discovery takes place. And, and if you actually go and do some research about history, you'll start learning and you'll start having different opinions because you realize that there's certain things that actually happened. Think about, say, like distance creates distortion. That's that's just proven. So something that happened 2000 years ago, we can't see it clearly. Think about Gen Zers. Think about how they think that Gen Zers can't imagine what life was in 1990. Now, how are we supposed to imagine what life was like in 2,000 years ago? Well, the best way that we can actually learn about it is read about it, and that's in the Bible. And the Bible isn't some list of rules. I think a lot of people have never even cracked the Bible. It's the Bible. It's like the Bible needs a, I don't know. Well, maybe it doesn't need a marketing rebrand. For some people, it needs to be rebranded, though, because it really is a, it's just a collection of stories. It's a collection of stories. There's like 40 different authors. It takes place over thousands of years. It's been, it's wisdom has been distilled down and it's stood the test of time for a reason. It's the ultimate self-development book. It's the spiritual development book. It's it's your people say there's no book there's no uh instruction manual to life uh, i don't know i think the bible's a pretty good one follow the biblical principles and you're going to live a great life you're going to be rich you're going to have a you're going to be wealthy <laughs> you know you're going to um you're, you're going to have relationships you're going to treat people well you're going to serve you, you're going to be filled up and no it's not the quick fix it's not glamorous it's not Something that uh, maybe on the outside even makes sense. And maybe you won't be rich. I don't know. Maybe that's being pretty shallow. <laughs> My point in saying that is that there are rules around money management in the Bible. Um, and there's the seven equities of life. Mind, body, spirit, family, friends, finances. Um, career you can find all, all that's basically what self-development is based upon all those topics are in the Bible along with more so what do I'm saying what am I saying I'll wrap this up is that um, if you're out there you're listening and you're like nah I'm not spiritual I'm not well maybe I'm spiritual but I have no faith or I, I'm not I have religion rub me the wrong way or whatever like religion to me is it's just a construct of rules that help us uh, grow in our faith so like 
within a football game, there has to be rules or else it just doesn't make any sense. The problem is when the rules get that when the rules overtake, overtake the game, and you see that in football. You see, NFL rules committee will sometimes implement these rules that are just they overstep their their boundaries and they inhibit the gameplay. And so the next season they'll they'll remove they'll remove those rules, and then the games are quicker and better to watch and more entertaining. Same thing with church. Like there's certain rules that just make sense but there's other churches out there that in, implement way too many rules and that, 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 that to me is what religion is it's it's the rule construct so don't i'm not religious no no i'm not religious i'm a man of faith i'm a, I'm a jesus follower that's what that's how i identify i'm a son of god but i'm not religious that's just ah Stay away from religion. Well, you don't have to, it's not evil, but like I said, it's just rules. Don't worship the rules. Crack your Bible this week. Read, um, read some of the Proverbs. If you're out there and you're skeptical, read some of the Proverbs. Those are great. Read some of... Read 2 Samuel. Read the story of David and Goliath. We all hear about it, but how many of you actually read the story? Read it. I think it's 2 Samuel. 1 or 2 Samuel. Alright, yeah. Peace out.
Thank you. 